Here at Thrifter Sisters, we are fierce advocates for human rights. And reproductive health care is a human right. This week, our country has told us in no uncertain terms that our bodies are property of the state. But that doesn't mean we are helpless. Now is when we look to our communities for support. We are supporting the Blue Ridge Abortion Fund here in Virginia, and we encourage you to look for similar organizations to support as well. Don't lose hope. Don't give up. You matter, and your body matters. We love you. We mean it. In a world where podcasting is the only thing that matters, two sisters who have very little reselling experience decide to make a podcast about reselling. Who will step forward with reselling tips and interviews with some of the greatest resellers the world has ever seen? We are the Thrifter Sisters. Well, well, look... Looky look, look who is back from the old world. Lacey's back again. (laughs) She's back from the old world. She's back from her COVID cave. She's back on the pod. Principesa. Well, I guess you learned a language right there. Good for you. Prego, prego. You're you're learning. Gracias. Oh, this is getting old real quick. Make it stop. (laughs) All right. Well, well, how how are you feeling? Um, I mean, you know. From yeah, the yeah. Um, I, I'm feeling way, 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 way more better. Um, okay. I'm only hacking up along like every now and then. Um, I've, you know, I felt good for the last two days. So that's nice. You look better. Like we've we've been Marco Poloing, and you didn't look good. No, and, I did not. I mean, and, and in fact, you didn't actually answer my first few Marco Polos the first few days. You just no. ignored them. All like, I did was sleep. I would wake up and like fall asleep, like just trying to get to the bathroom. <laughs> what? I feel well, like I really need to. <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm pee a lot. Did I tell you this? Yeah. Well, we, again, I don't want this in the podcast. Stop. Stop it. Good Lord. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're, <laughs> I'm glad you're better. Well, you're not better yet. You're still COVID positive. Actually. She tested herself yesterday. She's yeah. still positive. Yeah. So she's, she's still in, in the, in the queue, but, um, she felt good enough to be here on the pod and, I'm, um, the, I'm reaching the end. And, and I want to give a huge shout out and big thank Thanks to Gigi, our new best friend, (laughs) for stepping in as co-host last week. She did such a great job, and that was such a fun, fun experience to just... um, And and first of all, I also wanted to tell you, Lacey, see, I told you I was going to replace you. Let this be a lesson. Yeah, listen, I don't like the way this is going, man. I came home and Jeff was like, did you notice there's no laundry anywhere? And like this and this around the house, and then you're like, when I'm doing the podcast without you, well, I might as well have just stayed in fucking Italy. I, I mean... I told you, if you stayed in Italy, find a microphone because, you know, we can still re- record remotely. But I loved oh, that. Maybe turn this table upside down, man. <laughs> I loved that Gigi so quickly jumped I in and, and I'm so grateful to her. Um, well, we need to get into our interview that we have lined up today. We have, a, we have a six-figure reseller here on the yeah. pod to just, you know, to Purple really. hair, don't care. <laughs> okay. Now you just gave it away. <laughs> You're going to put it on the Instas. Like, who cares? Yeah, but after the... And also, uh uh-uh, because it wasn't supposed to be. Oh, I don't... She just mouthed something to me. I'm not quite sure what she said. Doesn't matter. Um, Lacey, real quick, do you want to tell us how Italy was? It was amazing. Okay, great. Nobody cares. Um, Lace, if you don't mind, could you get on your red robe and your white bonnet? We got an episode to do. Let's go. Podcast activate. Okay, I'm recording now. First of all, Madison, this is my sister Lacey. Hi, Lacey. Hello. Any anytime you interact with the our Instagram account, it's me because she, she Oh got it. She doesn't know what the Instagram is. I don't even know <laughs> what the internet is. It's just where are we? Dude, what is this? <laughs> is purple? Sure is. Lacey, <laughs> Lacey, you missed a lot while you were in Italy and in your COVID cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Madison, yeah. Madison, like, really upset a lot of people on the internet. By dyeing your hair purple? <laughs> well, okay. What I did Listen, was... I am all for that. <laughs> no, no, no. I dyed, right. <laughs> I dyed it purple without any warning. I mean, all my friends knew I had been talking about having blue hair forever. Um, and I decided... That morning, I'm going to do purple instead of blue. So I woke up, went, did it. Then I posted a little video on Instagram and I was like, wow, these filters are so realistic these days. (laughs) And it was all over from there. Everyone (laughs) thought it was a filter. I think some people still think it's a filter. And I've had to clarify like two or three times, this 
is my hair. I'm not just using a filter, a filter all the time. Life. <laughs> so I, I regret filter. that. <laughs> yeah, I regret that. I mean, Lacey had purple hair when we started the podcast. So our did. the art, the cover art of our podcast is her with purple hair. Because uh, cool. I, you I know, go I, back to that. I, I sent it like I had an artist like create it for us. And so I sent her current pictures of us at the top, which, you know, it was a year ago. I mean, I had an asymmetrical yeah. purple hairdo. Like <laughs> That's adorable. Rock that. I feel like it that's was, like your, your soul hairstyle, you know, when you yes, have yes, like a crazy well color or whatever. Um, no, she put this on my head and I was like, you mixed my soul color. How did you do that? <laughs> I just met you. <laughs> she could look into your soul. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. well, I picked up what you were putting down. Wait. I yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. When you were like, oh my God, the filters these days are so real. Like I, to- <laughs> I totally got what you I was like, yeah, she just died her freaking head. People are I, very I, literal I, sometimes. <laughs> well, and I told Owen, I was like, you know, because I just rant to him about all these reseller Instagram things. He knows everyone's names. He knows like all this stuff. It's hilarious. So I told him, I was like, what are you supposed to do when you're writing? When you're an author, you want to give your audience, like you want to act like they will understand what you're trying to say. You know, you what's the word? There's a term that they use for this. I can't think of it. But like, basically you want to put things out there and trust that your audience will like pick up what you're putting down. Yeah. I trusted them too much. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that, you know, my my tone falls deaf often because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very, um, I'm hilarious, but I'm, I'm very, <laughs> like my delivery often is just very monotone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which the hilarity is within that yes, delivery. Right. I get you. I get you. Yeah. It doesn't fly. It doesn't fly all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. that's when you know you're finding your people is when they laugh. You're like, oh, okay, right. I get you. <laughs> but but that's yeah. also the thing about comedy, too, is that you got to, you got to, you're going to have a lot of stinkers. Just yeah, to yeah get, you got to take risks. Yeah. Which I have, I'm willing to do. I am willing <laughs> to do that work. I am willing to just get a room full of crickets to get that one laugh. flat on your face. Yeah, but I'll get a laugh tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yes. I will learn. I will move on. I mean, you know, it does. It, it takes a lot to embarrass Lindsay and I. <laughs> we are not easily embarrassed. <laughs> I know. We're a weird crop of humans. Like, we don't get yeah, offended. Yeah, yeah. You can't offend us. You can't embarrass us. Like, like, one of my favorite memories is, like, standing at a streetlight with Lindsay, like, as full-grown adults. And then she was oh, like, yeah. I don't embarrass easily. And the light turned green and she just went, and like ran across the street like a toddler, like arms and legs flailing. And there was like people everywhere. And I was just like, ah, it's so funny. <laughs> I was 25 and we were like on a busy street in LA. Like, just... And you're like, I'm never going to see these people again. Yeah, we were we were with somebody, and the conversation was yeah. Like, I don't know like, who we were with. He's like, you can't oh, embarrass you're me. You're telling me she didn't just out of silence say, "Look, look at what I can do." I don't I mean, get embarrassed. That is an, always an option. Yes, and that has I mean that, that that's you never know. You know, it's not so much anymore because I'm real tired. I'm old. <laughs> my um my ten year old who is really in her soul like an eighteen. No, mm, I take that back. She's like a fifteen year old, and she's sucking out my soul right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> You don't even know what it went through today. It was real bad. All right. Anyway, let's get into let's get into Hold on. I gotta let's... mute my mic for a sec. Oh yeah, she's gonna be doing this a lot with her. You know, oh. she's still she is still COVID positive. She just tested yeah. yesterday. Sucker. Well, go up strong for, for being here. I, I mean, would if it had been would like be two days forever. ago, I would not have been. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was not, I, you know, all these people that talk about, oh, it's mild and no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. It kicked No, you know what? Everyone lately has been saying, I feel like death. Like for a while, people were like, oh, it's not that bad. It's like a cold. But lately, everyone just gets knocked out. I mean, I had a fever of almost 104. Like it That's was insane. not. <laughs> That's not pretty. Get vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> get <Yeah>. boosted. Get <laughs> boosted. Be careful, people. All right. So we talked about the hair, which I think is really the only thing that people care about in, with this particular interview. You can turn this off now. We're done. Goodbye. But, but, but we'll continue. So I wanted to talk about how, I, well, okay. So, hey, hey, listener, welcome. Hey, welcome, hey. welcome to the show. Um, I'm Lindsay. I'm Lacey. And today we have on six-figure reseller Madison Woo. Golden State dot of mine here on you the show. You got it right. People oh, yeah. can never figure out where my dot is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got that sounds you. like a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> went there, went there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been aware of Madison. Lacey and I both have been aware of you for a while. Um, and I've like very little minimally interacted with you, like, you know, sent reactions, little like what, but not like a really big interaction back and forth between the two of us until, I don't know, probably two weeks ago-ish, maybe. Um, she has a Patreon, which we'll, we'll we'll get into and we'll talk about. She has a Patreon and spoiler alert, Lacey and I are going to be launching a Patreon this summer. And Ooh. so I very, Lacey, I don't even know if you know this, because I think this is when you were in Italy. Um, I messaged Madison and I was like, hey, you hey. told me. Oh, I did. Okay. I yeah. was like, hey, um, I'm going to be very real with you. I want to come into your Patreon and kind of see how you're running this show. Um, Lacey and I are going to start a Patreon. I just kind of want to just get, I was like, what we are going to do, I don't know exactly what it is yet, but it's not going to be like what you're doing. Um, I just kind of want to get the idea. I just kind of want to look at it and see. And she was like, yeah, that's dope. Come on in. Just do whatever you got to do. It's there for anyone. Do you want to learn from the tips? Do you want to learn just to see how I do it? Whatever. Well, here, here's the here's the kicker. Here's the thing. Well, now I'm hooked in and I love it and I'm not leaving. So, <laughs> so, I knew so, it. That's why I was like, all right, that's fine. I'll kick it up for a week or two and <laughs> you won't be able to yeah, leave. And, and now, now I'm in. And now I'm in. That's how she gets you. The, the Discord, I'll tell you, with my ADHD brain, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't, this, it's too, th- so she has a Discord server and it's, my brain just doesn't work that way. The way it's like all, I, I just can't do the Discord, but I love the Instagram content and I'm living for it. So Madison, why don't you tell listener what your Patreon is all about and how you run it? Yeah. So I basically started it um, because I've posted on my public Instagram from since before I can remember, I've always posted my sales, my daily sales. Cause I'm like, look, these are hard to find. I sell on so many different platforms and it's good information because like, I want to see what people are selling so I can see trends and, you know, recognize brands I've never seen before and stuff like that. So I've always posted my sales and people always ask me, how much did you pay for these? How much did you pay for that? Mm -hmm. You know, where did you get that? And that's just not information that I've ever really wanted to put out to the public because I don't know who's following me. I don't know if it's a buyer. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, And further, I think that's super, super valuable information to some people who are trying to learn how to pay up, which is like what I do. I don't do like the thrifting or the bins or anything like that. I pay up for items. And it's a hard thing to get into. And it's, you know, just that information is so important to someone trying to learn how to do it. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to put this in a private account. Um, I think it's something that it's, it's an investment, it's worth paying for. And that way I can have kind of my time that I'm spending over here paid for. Um, and so that's, it's kind of snowballed from there. So it, it started with just my cost of goods sold. Like, look, you see my sales, that's free. You can do what you want with that. If you want to know how much I'm paying for these items, you can see it over here for a subscription fee. But now what I do is just try to go and do like in-depth tips or just situations that I'm in. And this is how I dealt with it. Um, because this is the same reason that I actually started the podcast because I would go on my Instagram story and just ramble. That's why I called it the rambling reseller. Cause I was like, all right guys, I got to go have a podcast instead because I will just be here. <laughs> I got Yeah. All the tiny dots, yeah. you know, the dashes <laughs> turn to dots. Um, so that way my Patreon is a place where like the people who are really interested in learning how to do kind of the type of reselling that I do, they can go there um, and really see my in-depth content. And it's, it's really good. So like, I've probably been in there a week and a half, two weeks at this point. I'm not going to disclose what I've learned, (laughs) but one huge thing, do you know what I'm talking about? Where I messaged you? I'm like, Oh my God, I did it. And it's, and it, and I'm like, yes, it was about online sourcing. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, do you even know, Lindsay? <laughs> yeah, I do know. I do know. I just don't want to say because, like, I'm very. Re- I want to be very respectful. Like, for for example, um, I've purchased Ashley Recloth Collections ebook, mm-hmm. and I I've never come on here and discussed anything. Right. She worked her ass off on making that book, yeah. and I'm not going to come on here and like just give her yeah. information. And that book's full of gems too. I've read it. 
Yeah. There's no way I'm going to just come on here and like give your information that people that you've worked hard on and like you're charging people for because it's good quality content. So I don't know. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you. I I messaged you about it, but it was something that I think it was it was a money saving tip for online sourcing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that is, yeah, it is online sourcing, but yeah, it was, yes, it was a money saving tip and it was. Yeah. Just so, li- like little things like that. Cause these things like pop into my mind all day, every day. And I'm like, I want to share this. I want to share this. But people on my main Instagram aren't all there for that. So I don't want to just like burn people out and have them be like, God, this woman posts so many stories every day of just of her face talking. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but also, I, you know, People people get bent out of shape when when content creators do start charging for their content. But content creation, as Lacey, I mean, I already knew anyway because I've been creating content for a bunch of different things for a long time. It it's a lot of work. Yeah, it, it is. is a lot, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of work, and. Yeah, you want to be able to, I mean, I love being able to offer free stuff to people mm-hmm. because because I've learned so much stuff from people offering it for free. But there comes a point where you're like, hey, I got good information. Like we live in a capitalist society. <laughs> like right. I got, I'm, I, you know. Well, and that's, it, it does. It takes so much time. And I mentioned before that I had a podcast, took so much time and I started to kind of dread editing it and I dreaded scripting it and all this stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm dreading this. It's time to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a YouTube channel, which was a lot of fun, but it was the same thing. It was so much work and yeah. I wasn't getting paid for that, obviously, because I didn't have whatever thousand subscribers right off the bat. Um, and I was like, I'm dreading this. It's time to stop. So this is kind of, and I think I was thinking about this earlier today. I think I've found the thing that it's just a good balance. It takes some extra work, but I do get compensated for that work. And I can see directly these people are like, this is awesome. We love this. And that keeps you going just as much as the money does. Absolutely. Like when we get um, DMs or like people leave us reviews on our, leave us a review, leave us a review, people. Um, (laughs) Like it really, it just, it, it, it makes you feel like, okay, I know I'm like the, my blood, sweat and tears are in this thing, but like people are finding value in it. Right. Right. Which which is rewarding in itself. But, but, you know, I like that free reward, but also like we're, I mean, I've been very clear about this from the very very beginning that we want to monetize this podcast and, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we are, we have commercials in there now and we're starting to, well, I'm not, I'm not giving that away. Well, well, anyway, but Madison, I am going to tell Lacey, I'm going to tell that Lacey, that tip that I learned from you though. She needs to know. All right. I'm going to share it with her. (laughs) I'm ready to Lacey. Lacey, you're getting a free tip from me. So, you know, you better hurry up. You better hurry up and get a new computer soon to make your audio better to pay me back. Okay. All right. So let's get into info about you. Why don't you tell everyone where are you located? Um, and then we'll start getting into your origin story. Yeah. So I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, so Northern California. I'm right outside of San Francisco, actually. Um, And I started reselling in 2018, so four years ago now. And it was really just an accident. Like I've always loved thrift shopping, secondhand shopping, all that stuff. I was in, I was not in college. I think I was right. Yeah, I I was out of college for a few years, actually. And I, there was a Goodwill right down the street from my house. I would go all the time. And I found, this was back when Lululemon resold really, really well. And Lululemon was like Gucci, I swear. You're like, oh God, she has a Lululemon sweater on or whatever. So I found a Lululemon hoodie way too big for me. It was like a size 14 or something like like that. And I was like, oh man, like this doesn't fit me. Who do I know? I don't know anyone who this would fit. I took it home. I bought it. I I couldn't leave it because I was like, it's such a good deal. So that tells you something. (laughs) That tells you something about me, right? I can't leave a deal. I think probably everyone listening to this gets that. Yeah. Um, So I took it home and I was like, I can't think of anyone who might want this. I do have an eBay account. I've had an eBay account since I was like 16 or something. I was like, let me throw it on there and see if by chance it'll sell. Of course, it sold by auction way too cheap, I'm sure. And so that kind of got the gears turning. And I was like, wait a minute. This is a the, this is this a place where a people buy clothes. <laughs> yeah, so I really start. It was super super organic. I mean, I know a lot of people kind of get into reselling because they come across someone on Instagram or something, and they're like, "Oh, maybe I can use this as a side gig for some extra income or just 
to be self-employed someday. Um, but it was really much more kind of organic to me. I just started going to the thrift store to buy things to flip without really thinking much about what I was doing. It was entirely just a hobby. It wasn't like, okay, I got to make this much per item and this much per month and whatever. It was just like, I love shopping. And then I can go get rid of the things by posting them online. So that's kind of how I started. And I did a year or a year and a half of reselling with no Instagram, nothing. Like I did not know it was this thing. Um, and finally I came across Instagram and was like, whoa, there's a lot of people doing this and kind of learned how to move more towards an actual like business mindset rather than just a hobby. Hobby. I was, um, we had another couple over another family over last night and, um, the wife, the woman that was here, I consign, I've done some consigning for her and her mom. So anyway, she was just asking about business and the podcast da, da, da. and her husband was like, is there a reseller community? Oh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yes, there is it's a very big. Very extensive. And he was like, he was like, so did you create it with your podcast? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Congratulations, no. sister. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we made the reseller community. I was like, no, no, no. We're tapping into a community <laughs> right. of people that, that do was this. already very well established. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember having my mind blown when I, I don't know. How did you guys come across, like, did you come across the community first or were you reselling and you... Um... My sister-in-law was doing it. She was doing okay. Poshmark and like making a killing at it. And I was like, what is, what, what are you doing? And like as a side, like like she has a very full-time like, yeah. like VP This is just VP like her job. fun side hustle. And like uh-huh. she kept trying to like get me into it. And I was like, I like shopping, but I don't know. And so it just kind of like was happenstance, you know? And then uh-huh. we both started reselling and Lindsay one day was just like, oh, we should make a podcast about it. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 were like deep into the pandemic, like lockdown, yeah. like both of us had quit working because, you know, it just like both of our Lacey was working in an assisted living place. I was at a yoga studio like it just wasn't it just was it, neither of those places felt like places we wanted to be during, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. you know, a pandemic. Right. And it was just like knowing that our well, I, she's not my sister-in-law. She's Lacey's. But my also my by proxy <laughs> sister-in-law um, was doing it and just like, well, let's try. Let's try. And then and then literally it was like several weeks in to us doing it. And I was out walking the dogs. I'm like, we're going to start a podcast about this. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. And we're going to like just kind of, you know, t- you know, take- and we recorded like five or six episodes. And then Lindsay was like, we're changing the direction of the podcast. We're starting over. <laughs> That's yeah. how it goes. That's how it goes. I mean. <laughs> and and we did. Like, we we scrapped those episodes mm-hmm. we'd already recorded. We never released those. But even still, like, you know, you were saying how you've gone through and removed all your, you know, your podcast episodes. Like, I want to go re- remove episode, season one so bad because it's nope. so bad. Nope. I actually I'm went not, back and listened a little bit I'm the not, other day just out of curiosity. It's not as bad as you think. Really? I yeah. think it's bad. It's well, and people funny. are going to start from newer episodes and then Right. That's what I always do. I always go backwards. Right. And they'll know. They know. Yeah. It's, you know, it's your first season. I feel like that's understandable. You get to season one, episode one, and we're like, hey, guys. <laughs> hey. No, we were never. Listen, we're not no, no, shy. No, 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 yeah, no, I no. find it hard to believe that you two were ever shy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm overly confident is really what my problem is. I have more confidence than nothing. I should. Just overly confident. <laughs> really, it just based in zero facts. So that was never a problem. <laughs> but now I go back and I'm like, oh, that that was bad content. But whatever, I, whatever. I want to talk. Speaking of content, Madison, your reels like give me so much joy on a day to day basis. <laughs> Thank you. I haven't I I watched any that Elmo one. No, you haven't. About a thousand times. So what? However many views you have on that, like half of those are me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> which which one? Which one, Lacey? <laughs> Elmo talking shit. It's so- oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh god, I think that's my favorite one that I've done, just because it was. <laughs> Elmo doesn't do charity. <laughs> yeah, Elmo doesn't do do shit for free. Elmo got to make that bank. Um, I think that that one because I feel like I have tried to. You know, you don't want to. You don't want when you're on Instagram. I don't know. I just don't want anyone to be. What's the word? I, I tone it down a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah. I tone it down a little bit, but in real life, and I was talking about this on Patreon the other day. I'm super sassy. 
Like I am super <laughs> sassy. I'm that sounds like me, that Elmo one. So to be able to do that was like so much fun. And everyone thought it was hilarious. It was very funny. That one and the was it Backstreet Boys? Am mm-hmm. I sexy? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one yeah. got a lot because um Poshmark was having some issues at that time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> Poshmark okay, so, so you were you just kind of stumbled upon it by just the <laughs> just because you lived down the street from a goodwill and right and then so explain how okay so you got on Instagram was this before the pandemic then when you got on Instagram oh, yeah I think I got on Instagram so what I actually did was I remember I created an Instagram um kind of reselling base but didn't do much with it I kind of like took a look that's when I realized this is a thing people are doing this as a business as their jobs and I was like cool I'm going to do that too. Um, But then I kind of set it down and I don't know if it's because I wasn't growing or I I lost interest for some reason in Instagram for like another year there. And um, so during that time, I was kind of working on like growing it on my own. Like I was going to the bins a lot, but I didn't have Instagram um, to kind of guide me, you know, to kind of see what people are doing, what brands are selling. Cause I didn't know anything about anything at that point. Um, and I was selling old Navy and, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 So after like a year of no Instagram, I popped on Instagram at some point. I don't know the timeline. I know I went pretty much a year right before COVID, right when COVID hit, I got back on reselling Instagram and my account had like a thousand followers or something, which I was surprised by, I guess I still was recommended during that time. So I was like, cool, I've got a little bit to to work with and I'm stuck at home and I'm going to kind of work on, on Instagram. So that's when, you know, during COVID, I really dove into it because obviously I had a bunch of free time um, and I needed that <laughs> during COVID to kind of like stay sane. Yeah. So I dove into Instagram and that's when I really started learning like how people we're making this work as a business. And because you learn so much from other people, it's just so important, I think, when it comes to reselling. Absolutely. So leading up to COVID, how, like how much of your time were you devoting towards reselling? And then like when COVID hit, how much of your time? Yeah, it was like my total hobby free time thing. So on the weekends, I was spending pretty much all weekend, you know, doing reselling. I would do my shipping at night, drop it off um, at the post office before work in the morning. So I was spending, you know, 10 to 20 hours a week. It was like pretty much because I'm the type of person that I can't sit still. I really can't watch a TV show without. I went through a period where I watched Dexter and I crocheted this big blanket of like (laughs) granny squares, which takes a very, very long time. I cannot just watch TV or sit down. So this is kind of what I was doing in all of my free time at that point in my life when I wasn't at like my nine to five job. So when COVID hit, if anything, I just had more free time because at that point I was working from home. I didn't have a commute. Um, and I could kind of, you know, pop away in the middle of the day and share my closet because I was doing that at that time, um, and (laughs) stuff like that. And then, so then, okay. So at that point, you've obviously lost access to Goodwill and the thrift stores and the bins and everything. Right. Yeah. So So that's when the online sourcing really came into play. Um, and, and so it wasn't, okay. So if I back up, When I was, and it's funny because I think of these different stages in my reselling journey. Um, I think of them like where I was living at that time for some reason. So pre-COVID, I was living in a different city and I picture like myself in that house. I was kind of looking at it like, okay, I do want to make a real income out of this, but I'm making what, like $7 per item profit. I want to make this amount of money. I'm going to have to sell how many items a month? Like, Mm -hmm. and I would like, are these people doing that? Are they doing something different? And I was just really trying to figure it out. And I, I went through a long time where I kept it going and I kept trying to build it up, but I was really just like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Like this is fun and I love it, (laughs) but it doesn't make any sense as a business or as a job. So when COVID hit, 
everything shut down. And so of course, I turned to like neighbors, a lot of people did that thing where they asked neighbors if they were cleaning out their closets or whatever, um, for free inventory. And then the only other thing you could do was turn to the internet. And so at that point, things obviously have to be higher end and have higher profits. um, If you're if you're investing more upfront. So that's when I started kind of dipping my toes into like paying up for things and making more than 10 or $15 per item. And when that kind of started rolling, I was like, Oh, okay. Like this is, this is it. This is where it's at, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, very similar for me. Lacey is just now starting to get into online Mm -hmm. sourcing, which I'm you know, so proud. We're going to, we're once, once you get over the COVID times, we're really going to sit down and focus on that lace. I'm going to help you yeah. get, get better at this. Um, because yeah, I, w- I would do that thing. I would be laying in bed at night and I would be like going through numbers of like, okay, so I'm going to be making, just like you were saying, you know, yeah. $7 off of a dress. Like how many of these am I have to, like, I'm not going to make any yeah, money. It's and, not logical. And, and you know, and it's not like I was making a killing being a yoga teacher, but I don't know, I was making a car payment. And I'm like <laughs> trying to think of like how much stuff of this crap I'm gonna have to sell. And not to mention the thrifting in Charlottesville is horrendous. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Like I, I say it on here all the time. Like your biggest hit you're gonna get here is a Patagonia because mm-hmm. it's it's a very outdoorsy uh population here. Yeah. And and even those are hard to find. So I was like running the numbers in my head of like, how much do I have to make to like make what I was making as a yoga teacher? And, and very early on, I was getting close to that, but making, but I was working five hours a week as a yoga right. teacher. Yeah. Whereas I was like, I'm doing this like 30, 40 hours a week. Yeah. And I'm, and right. I'm like, this does not make sense. I yeah. don't like, I don't like this day. I do not like this day. I don't like this day. Yeah, it's I, super time consuming. Yeah, I mean, because you are working on on individual items, like mm-hmm. even you know, and, and there are people, and I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way to resell because there are volume sellers, and yeah. that works for them. Yeah. But for me, if I'm photographing every single item, it just takes me so much time, and it also yeah. probably has to do with the fact that I can't do things not 100%. Like I cannot photograph an item and not get every single angle and edit my photographs so that the lighting's perfect and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Where a lot of people, obviously, if you're a volume seller, you have to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, plus, you know, being a mother whose husband travels like uh, nonstop, like just being a volume seller wasn't an option for me anyway. Like, yeah. you know, I, I really have I've got like a finite amount of time I have to devote right. to it. And, you know, even, even worse now when it's summer and they're here. The <laughs> they're watching you. I mean, you know what? We just get COVID. Then nobody can bother you. Uh, no, <laughs> I've been no, in the basement you. by myself for a week. <laughs> yeah, she went to Italy and then came straight home to the basement. Yep. Yep. Oh, Good. man. And you know what? I've been taking two and a half hour baths every freaking day. Nobody's knocking on the door asking for snacks. Oh, that's Nobody's telling me, hey, stop paying me in the bathtub so much. Come hang out with me. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'm in my own little palace. <laughs> I, I'm so, every day, Lacey just keeps saying like, oh, I'm still positive. I can't come out yet. I'm, like, how often is that old meme of the person with like the marker, like the red marker drawing on the COVID test? No, it's positive. <laughs> Three months later. Oh, no, I picked it up again. Sorry, guys. Oh, no. This is a real <laughs> Rough case. I can't shake it, man. I got the long vid. <laughs> okay, so you've started moving into online sourcing. How did you know where to start? How did you know what what I pieces to start with? Yeah, I, I I didn't know where to start. I mean, I would look to other resellers, and obviously, nobody really likes to talk about where they're sourcing things, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, I did know. Okay, I have these platforms I sell on where there are secondhand items. Let me start looking here for items to sell. I mean, not everyone is a professional seller and there Mm -hmm. has to be something underpriced here. Um, And what I kind of started with was brands that I was already familiar with. So I was selling in the beginning, and I know this seems, you know, crazy, but I was trying to think of what brand 
am I familiar with? Have I held in my hands? So I know if some or more or less, if something is fake that retails for like over $200 and like it was narrowing down, getting smaller and smaller and smaller because I've never ever like had luxury items or yeah, designer same. or anything. I was an old Navy girl, right? Yep. So Target. Yeah. <laughs> right. Target. Target. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, when I was younger, I would always get Tiffany necklaces. I had two aunts Ooh. that would always gift Tiffany necklaces for graduations or big birthdays or anything like that. I think I literally probably looked around my house like, what? what do I know? So I started sourcing Tiffany, which I I didn't know any reseller doing that kind of like, it's not even, it's not super high end, but it's, you know, somewhat high end. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where I started. I did a lot of Tory Burch, Patagonia. Um, I dabbled in Doc Martens, although that kind of came later because I don't think I even knew what Doc Martens was before 2020. Um, but really, I grew in online sourcing with Tiffany. I love so that. Are you, you're not sourcing that anymore, are you? I don't know no, if you're talking about I'm that. No, I'm not because the – so the thing with Tiffany, you know, you get a pair of Gucci shoes, you know someone is going to be able to tell you whether those are real or fake. It's It's – it could be kind of hard to tell for someone who doesn't really know what they're looking at, but yeah. it is for the most part black or white. Yeah. Tiffany's stuff is manufactured in so many different facilities. They've been making it all for so long, you know, so so many different decades they've been making the same pieces that even Tiffany really can't tell if something's real or fake. Oh my gosh. That's so, insane. Yeah. Like you take a piece to Tiffany and ask them to authenticate it and they won't. Oh, wow. Did you ever sell a piece and then like the buyer received it and like said, this is not real? Did you ever? No, have it I actually pieces? never, you know, and I'm so diligent about that kind of stuff. And I think that's why, like, I would spend hours trying to learn how to authenticate these pieces. Um, and so I never had an INAD, an item not as described case or anything opened on a Tiffany piece for authentication. I had one opened when a woman cut the necklace with her scissors <gasps> opening the package and tried to tell me oh. to shift it to her cut in half. <laughs> I was like, ma'am, I can see your scissors on the table in the front <gasps> picture. Oh my God. And she would not admit it. She would not admit it. It's so funny looking back, but I was so angry. <laughs> did you did you win that case? Um it was through Poshmark. I think they paid both of us out because uh, she wouldn't admit to it. And I can see obviously the scissors. <laughs> The, the evidence is right there, ma'am. Speaking of scissors, I felt a kinship to you because I was watching your videos and you're cutting up all the like when you do the reveals of the online sourcing stuff. I'm like, uh -huh. I have those same scissors. We're sister buddies. Oh, I sister love buddies. them. <laughs> These are like the only thing in my office that I haven't lost that I've had for years. I swear. Like every day I look at them and I'm like, how are you still here? Oh, yay. Little red and white scissors. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. Um, so then, so you started moving away from Tiffany and then. Yeah. So I started moving away from Tiffany because I just knew that there were so many counterfeit pieces out there. And I, it was always a concern. And like I said, I would literally spend hours trying to authenticate them. And I know what most of the fakes look like. So it's not like super obvious fakes we're getting by, but it's just like in the back of my mind, I, I worried, what if I'm, what if I sell someone something that's not real? And yeah. it, it just wasn't, it and wasn't. jewelry is so special. Jewelry yeah. is so special and meaningful and, right. you know. And there, there were rumors, um, you know, I never saw anyone on Instagram who like I connected with selling all this stuff, but I would Google it while I was trying to authenticate or find out information. And I would find like different forums of people selling it or whatever. And they would send cease and desist letters to people who sold a lot of their pieces. And they would oh. say, you're selling, you're selling counterfeit pieces, even if the pieces might be real because they were so hard to tell whether they're real or fake oh, that's that dang. their lawyers would accuse you because that's all they can accuse you of. They don't want their items on the secondhand market. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. brings down the value of, um, you know, their, their new items. Yeah. So they, and you know, Tiffany has all the lawyers in the world 
to fight you. They have all the money in the world to fight a little teeny tiny person selling jewelry out of their basement. (laughs) Yeah. I never got one, but it was not a battle that I wanted to fight ever. You know, no, you don't want... You do jewelry at all anymore? Like all I've ever seen from you are amazing shoe, shoe, shoes. Yeah, I will do David Yerman if I find it once in a while. Sometimes I'll just come across it, but I don't actively like search for it. So speaking of David Yerman jewelry, that's that's a segue right there. Um, Tell us about uh, a pretty decent size sale you just had recently. Yeah. So this was um, last month. I have to look it up on on eBay because I'm so bad with numbers. I cannot remember what I sold it for. So this was on May 26th. I sold a Yerman, a David Yerman bracelet. It's like a cuff bracelet for $850. And I think that was my top sale ever. So I came across that. I did source it online, but it was at like one of my sources that I kind of just browsed through. So I wasn't searching for it or anything. I just happened upon it. And I was like, you know what? I can do something with this. It was it was priced very high, but I, I knew w- because of my experience with Tiffany and dabbling in David Yearman before, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll have to sit on this, but I'm willing to do it because it's fun. It, it's one of those pieces that just like makes you excited. And you know, how, how long do you remember how long it sat before it sold? It sat, I want to say close to a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I posted it on Patreon, but I don't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say it was, it was, it was a lot. Of, it was like at least nine months. So you'd sold that brand before because I've never heard mm-hmm. of that brand. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I've sold it before. It's very, very popular. Mm-hmm. You, you you know it, Lace? Um, like through Charlotte, I think. Of course. Yeah. Or okay. designer friend. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Maybe Brie. I don't know. Somebody's told me about it and I know about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just interesting because I don't, you know, I don't, I saw that on the Patreon and, you know, that's not, I don't know you from doing, you know, of doing jewelry. And I was like, oh, how did she even know about this? How did she even know to source this? This was, it was like during the time that my podcast was going on is also kind of when I was, because I would talk about Tiffany a lot. Tiffany was like my Doc Martens now, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because Doc Martens has a lot of the same things that made me love selling Tiffany. So, you know, when you have these brands that are kind of like your main brands, like your bread and butter, like Doc Martens is for me, it's they're brands that have been around for a really, really long time and they really haven't changed their items all that much. So what that means is that their older items are just as valuable as one that was just retailing yesterday because yeah. it's the same boot, right? Same with Tiffany. It's the same necklace. So... Okay, so from my perspective of watching your content, God, I look so tan in this light. Like, I am <laughs> loving focus, sister. Focus. I know, like I know I'm, I'm you know tanner than you know my skin loves the sun and stuff, and, I, and it's like you've got like I'm, the healthy glow going I'm ba- on. I'm very gifted in that you department, cool, but like cool you. But just I've been at the pool with the kids every day because it's summer and I have nothing else to do with them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I just, this particular lighting. Anyway. Okay. So <laughs> you see what I have to deal with on a daily basis here? <laughs> you, you know what? You are, Sometimes you have to stop and be like, damn, I look good. <laughs> you, are, okay. Lacey, you are no better, Lacey. You are no, you're like squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Something shiny. Okay. okay. But here's the thing. I always wrap it back around, Lace. I always bring it right you back. remember where you came from. Call back. back, call back. back. <laughs> All right. So. Shoes. From my perspective, what I see of your content now, that is like your main source yeah. of sourcing yeah. of income. Is is this true? <laughs> yeah, um, it is. Um, I don't have like I really should break down my numbers, like my categories, so I know. But I really don't do that. I, at one point in my inventory list, I was like, okay, I'm going to categorize everything I bring in. And after like a week, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I know <laughs> Shauna, if you follow her, uh, Cal Thriftsagram, she oh, yeah, keeps track of her categories really well. And it's like really good data because then she knows yeah. what to source, you know, what what's selling for me? What should I hold back on? Anyways, no, I'm not so good at that, but I would say that shoes are definitely, definitely my, my top sellers. But I also source, I pretty much only source more or less three categories, shoes, dresses, and outerwear. Mm-hmm. Um, because I found that those are the three mm-hmm. that you can make the most profit off of. I've never made an awesome profit off of a shirt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or a pants. pair of pants. 
Yeah. 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 So are you um, are you online sourcing for those other categories outside of shoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this point, most of what I source is online. I will hit up the buy sell trade stores if I am short on inventory, but most of what I sell is was sourced online. Are you sourcing online every single day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an everyday type of situation because mm-hmm. the thing about online sourcing is you need to grab those you need to be the first set of eyes on those yep, those yeah. items. And do um, you do you check at different points during the day throughout the day? Because that's what yeah. I'm trying to get better at. Because I can look in the morning, which is what I've been doing because the kids sleep late and I sit and drink my coffee and I've been like trying to source in the mornings. But, I, you know, that stuff got sourced the day before. Like, right, right. I need yeah. to get better. I think at, it's, at, it's important to be checking frequently because new things are always being listed. Yeah. So if you want to be the first set of eyes on the new things, you have to be checking back pretty frequently to see what's out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm, I've been online sourcing for a long time. I feel like I'm finally, I feel like it's finally coming together. Like Mm -hmm. very recent, like very recently (laughs) just now coming together. Yeah, And it's, it's, it's very, cause I was so getting to the point of like, I can't, I can't, I'm not making any money. I'm not, I feel so all over the place. Like, even though I had Ashley's Reclock Collections, like ebook, which was super valuable information, I I felt like I was all over the place. I was this day looking at this brand, this stuff, like I just, but I'm really starting to narrow it down with with the help of your Patreon, for sure. That definitely has been um, a component of that, of helping me kind of narrow down and get more specific. I was, I was kind of doing that in the weeks leading up to that, but now, yeah, I just feel like really more lasered in. That's something I feel like as much as you can, like you said, you can go get Ashley's ebook and like you, you do the mastermind calls with her and you can... People can listen to this podcast and get all this information, but you just have to go through this like personal trial by fire. Like you have to like trial and error shit, you know? And like, if yeah, you can hear all the information all you want, but until you get your mind like wrapped around it and start working on it and however you like, you know, process things, I mean, it's just, it's, you have to go through that little process or you're not gonna be able to narrow down. You're not gonna find a yeah, little Yeah, you have to try it yourself. You. Yeah. Yeah, because you'll find your niche. You'll find your Doc yep. Martin, mm-hmm. you yep. know, or your Tiffany or, you know, what really makes sense to you, what you know a lot about and you're able to find that item. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've definitely been there where you're just kind of like, what am I doing? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to replicate what other people are doing and yeah. it's not working. But you yeah. have to kind of like, find your way through that right. to figure out because there will be a point like you just said when you're like oh I got this yeah I, I can do this yeah I don't, I don't know that I necessarily feel that exactly yet but I you feel it coming definite I feel it's close I'm feeling more confident and I I'm like really excited to see like where I'm going to be in six months from now yeah. I, I I just think I'm getting a lot closer well you to- feel a lot more confident than you did a month ago right I do mm-hmm. yeah so so you can see it it's like it's on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really starting to, to narrow it down and it's, that feels good. So which, which a lot of this has, I mean, Lacey and I haven't seen each other much lately because she like had a bunch of stuff going on for a few weeks leading up to Italy and then Italy and then COVID. And so like, I've been like excited for her to get back into life so we can kind of sit down and I can help her. That was when I knew I was feeling better. I texted Lindsay yesterday. I was like, oh my God, this is the first morning I woke up and like started doing shit on Poshmark. I was like, I was so sick. Like I did not give a rat's ass. I was like, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> she when you know you're done. You're yeah. Just, you're just like done. She would literally fall asleep in the middle of texting me. And I'm oh. like, well, what, what's the rest I of was this? like, I can't do it. I literally just fell asleep and, while texting that sentence. I'm not joking. And then like a couple oh, hours terrifying. later, she'd come back on and she'd be like, all right, I'm back. I'm like, what happened? I, like, I, fell I was like, my computer is upstairs and I can tell it's not connected to the internet because no, none, like no offers to likers are going through at all. And uh, I was like, all I have to do is go up there and press a button, but I can't, I can't climb two flights of stairs. I just can't that's do two, it. That's two flights of stairs. So I that's just let ridiculous. it be for like a week. I was just like, well, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I've already been out of the country for 10 days. What's the matter at the Point. I mean, I What's got another? so many cute clothes in Italy, you guys. <laughs> did you go thrifting in Italy? No, no, no. But we did go market shopping and I found some really awesome outfits. 
Did you I did bet. you buy them? Did what? Did you buy them? Yeah. Okay, great. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, fashion show, fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here, here, the the you know we've kind of been teasing it the whole time. Let's talk about docs. How did you get so good at docs? Like that's what I feel. Yeah, like everybody kind of knows you for in yeah. this moment in time is your your docness, which I find amazing yeah. that you said you didn't really know docs at all. So I'm like, please do tell. I know. I figured I'm like, oh, she's probably been wearing right. docs like since high school or something. To be honest. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, what it is, it's it's really like first I saw people, you know, praising them on Instagram, resellers, you know, saying, look, this brand is great, you know, it's got a huge following and they they always resell for a lot. And so I was like, okay, it was in my kind of like where am I going phase where I'm just like picking up all these different brands online to sell to see what's going on. So I picked up some docs because I saw people were selling them and it just kind of snowballed from there. Like I really don't, there's no like, Oh my, my dad is the VP of, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, well, how did you, because when you go through and you're looking at like comps for docs, like they're Mm -hmm. all the freaking right. So how did you, what did you do? How did you educate yourself on where, where to focus in? Or did you just make it was mostly, yeah, it's just experience. It's just, um, listing them and being like, whoa, that pair sold super quickly. Next time I'm going to list them for more. Or, oh, that pair sold outright, like no offers. Uh, Next time I'm going to list those for more. And eventually, if you do it enough times with enough pairs, you start to see the characteristics that are like desirable, you know, like the made in England or the platforms or the Mary Janes, or you see what is super in demand and you just kind of know that you can charge more. So then the fun is, okay, well, how much can I charge? You know, like how high can I get up? Yeah. And at this point, like all like some super rare ones, all price. Well, my target price will be like in the 300s. So they'll be priced in the 400s. I just had a pair, Lacey, you probably saw, um, a pair sold on Friday for I think it was three hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. And they look just like the Jaden boot, which is a super mm-hmm. common pair. Yeah. But they are made in England. I'm pretty sure they're vintage, although I never say that they're vintage because it's so hard to tell. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to get into that and have an eye nod because they're like these aren't vintage. These are from 2002 or whatever. Um, but I'm pretty sure they were vintage hey, and they hey, were like pristine. T- 2002 is actually That's vintage. 2002 years ago, man. Vintage. You're Boom. right. No, no. 2002 <laughs> was eight years ago. I don't care what you ask me. I don't care how much time passed. 2002 was eight years ago. Got it. L- listen. Don't tell me nothing because 10 years ago was 1990. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's where I am. Right. Like high school Good was Lord. literally yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's so Gee, crazy how old. time passes and it feels like n- no time has passed. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, no, so, oh my God. Oh, you know what I wanted to tell you? I was sourcing on um, Depop, which I just started doing. Ooh, I, w- I had never been, been on there. I, I, I've ma- I just made my first few. I have a Depop seller coming up. We have a Depop seller coming on soon. Yeah, um, oh, cause I'm okay. like, <laughs> I just made, I just made my first two Depop sales. I, I don't understand this platform. Um, anyway, someone is using your photo. I found someone using your photos. Ooh, burn. Yeah. 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 So, and the reason, reason I knew is because it was a pair of shoes. I saw you post somewhere on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, and also like, I've, I've come to know like your style of yeah. photographing shoes right. now. You yeah. Know, yeah. It's pretty and I'm like, And so I'm like, Oh, look, I found one of Madison's listings. Oh no, that's not her. That's not her account. Nope. That's not so her. Did they use like all of, or did they just use my cover photo and then they posted their own All photos. of your photos. Ooh, of hmm. your photos. It could be someone that I sold them to. Uh, that's always the first thing I check. Yeah. If I sold them to it's that a person. Pair. No, because I did a deep dive. It's a pair that you currently have listed. Interesting. Oh, well then send it to me because I'll get it taken okay, down. I'll, tra- I'll, down. I'll try to, <laughs> I know. And I should have saved it. I don't know why I didn't save it because I, afterwards like because I get so distracted like every two seconds (laughs) yeah and I remember afterwards being like oh I wonder if I could have reported that as not 
Like, I don't even know if I could have, but I was like, I wonder if I could have. I think the, yeah, I've never done it on Depop before. I've done it on, on Poshmark. I've got it down. And first of all, I know a lot of people don't care if people use their photos, which is fine. It, it probably doesn't really matter to me. I spend so much time on my photos and they're very specific to my closet and my listings, Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of not fair when someone wants to come be lazy and just steal them. It's, Especially if they're using all of my photos, I would say that's probably a scam seller because what they'll do is they'll sell it and they don't just, they just don't have the boot. Um, So, which I don't understand because they're not going to get like, they're going to, they're not going to get their money. (laughs) They're not going to get their money. But Depop, you get paid out immediately. Oh. So if the the buyer wants to come back, they can file a claim. And if Depop can find you, I guess. Like maybe you just close the PayPal, the bank account. I don't know. I really don't know how that works. I mean, I I was talking to my husband about it because when I saw your thing and I was telling him about it, um, which, you know, things, the things that I'm sourcing now, I'm also getting really good at like, oh, this is a duplicate. Like people are like, which one is Mm -hmm. the one? And then I'm learning to figure out which one is the one, which one of these things is not like the other. (laughs) We will be doing a Patreon episode on Mm -hmm. this because, you know, you learn to figure out exactly what to look for. Right. I mean, I'm I'm sure there's still other ways around it, but like, oh, this is they, this is the copycat one. And they're trying to, but anyway, I was mentioning it to John. He was like, it may be data. He's like, they may be trying to mine data. Cause I was like, how are they getting paid? Because they don't get like on Poshmark, you don't get paid out until the buyer accepts the item. Yeah. But you get the shipping label. He's totally right. Yeah. Yeah. He he was like, it could be some sort of data. Think about that. Well, one thing to look for on Poshmark at least is they always list First of all, they'll show one pair of boots and they'll have a bunch of different sizes. That's probably not real. But they yeah. also list half sizes. Doc Martens don't come in half sizes. Oh, ever. I didn't know that. So that's mm-hmm. one thing to look for. But I have learned Poshmark's process to get your photos pulled from someone's listing if if they're using them. First, you can always ask them. And normally, they'll take them down for me. And it's like funny the, because... Like, like Poshmark or ask the seller? Ask the seller. Just be like, hey, can you remove my photo from your listing? And I'm yeah. always like nice okay. about it. But yeah. um, if they don't respond or they call you a Karen, which has happened to me a couple times, <laughs> <laughs> um, you just email Poshmark. <laughs> you email them um, a copy or the link to the listing, a copy or link to your original listing. And then you have to send them a copy of the quote original photo. Nobody has the original photos anymore. What does that even Yeah. You open up your listing, click save as, and save it to your computer and say, okay, here's, (laughs) here's my original photo. And then they'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. What a pain in the tuchus. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I'm really like not down with that. So yeah, it's not I, nice. It's a bit of yeah. like plagiarism, you know? It's like stealing your work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm kind of with you. Like, eh, if it's a cover photo, okay. Or if they're like right. literally reposhing something that they got from you, then I'm like, okay, I get that too. Right. I can't, well, I, I honestly, I can't remember. It's it, it, it was a pair of shoes that were an ombre heel. And I can't remember what? something. It was a, your thing. Uh-huh. It was a pair of heels. Oh, it was the Louboutins? The ombres. Oh, that's not good. They're trying to scam someone. Yeah, obviously. Sure. That stinks. I'll look for it and I'll, I'll have them. You can report pretty easily on Depop and they will get rid of the accounts. I'll, I'll look when we hang up and see if I can quickly find yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and the problem with that is also that even if they had the same item that they're trying to sell, now you know, they're showing my pictures. I'm showing my pictures. And like you said, first of all, how do they know which one's the real one? Yeah. Second, they're probably charging a lot less than I am because my yes. prices are high. So now you're competing with me with my own picture. Right. And that's yeah. not fair. And you're actually yeah. your own product. So like, right. It's a double whammy. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's, there's, I'm, it's unbelievable the amount of scamming that I am. It, and, and it gets, it's so frustrating because I'm like, Okay, little old dummy me is figuring this out. Like how I mean, I guess it's because there is so much yeah. there. They probably I'm sure they do try. I'm sure there's something they're doing to try to weed through that, but there's just so much. I don't I right. guess maybe they can't get to it all. But yeah. I come across it every day online sourcing. Every day. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, fake, 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 fake listing. And Depop's extra bad right now for some reason. Yeah, yeah. 
And which, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything to compare it to because I just started, but like, yes, I saw a lot of, a lot of fraudulent activity going on over there. <laughs> They're going to end up hiring hire you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the reselling sheriff and I will not stand for this injustice. <laughs> I know how much time goes into this, sir. How dare you? I'm very dare you. got like a tape dispenser, like on a holster. <laughs> nope. Listen, I've I've had enough liberties taken from my life. Yeah, this right. I, I I refuse. I refuse for you to take Ugh. that. I will not let it. <laughs> Thank you. This is where I draw the line. <laughs> we stand together on this one. People. Could you maybe have moved the line and done it yesterday? I mean, like, <laughs> I, Lacey, I tried. I keep getting called a Karen too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think that that covers that covers all the the topics we had today. I, I I'm so glad I've you're been, here with your purple hair. I I've been it. looking forward it's to the filter, <laughs> dude. You guys, Madison, how did she put a filter on my eyeballs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna dye it back one day and be like, no, I it was I a filter. It was a filter. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great look. The colors spot on. She got your soul color correct. And and I Got love it. I love that that's your soul. Color. Yeah, me too. I just I'm so happy with it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. also also the color of uh one of like my very first not my first tattoo but my first big tattoo. Is that, mm-hmm. same, that, that same color. Oh of yeah, a, of a dragon. <laughs> you know, Ooh, it's my soul animal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, my, now she's moved on to dinosaurs. Dino- I do not have dinosaur tattoos. No, but that's your like, your new obsession. It was dragons. And I was like, oh, did the T-Rex like take over the dinosaur? And you were like, or the dragon? And you were like, oh, it did. But I don't have any dinosaur. No, do I have any plans to get a dinosaur tattoo. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and my 10-year-old is like, I don't want my mommy to be covered in tattoos. I'm like, well, too late now. I have to tell you. because <laughs> Not I got, like, your a- choice. I got like a quarter sleeve at this point. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. <laughs> tell her my body, my choice. Sorry. Right. Um, Good lesson. And, and she's like, yeah, that doesn't really matter. We live in America now, mom. Your body is owned by the state. Oh, oh. Ouch. Too soon? Too I soon, mean, too no, soon. it's not too soon. <laughs> it's okay. literally happening. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for being here, Madison. This was really thank fun. Thank you for having me. I want to go yeah, back to Doc Martens it. now. <laughs> I sent an offer on a pair that was priced pretty low today. And then um, they were then all of a sudden like, like it wasn't there anymore. I'm like, I bet Madison. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't sourced anything today. So it well, went yeah, well, any other day, I would have been like, yes, sir. <laughs> it was the Madison I mean, lobby. <laughs> it was the knockoff. That's one thing about online sourcing. I know I keep my tips for Patreon. But that's one thing like you cannot, well, you can, you know, if they're priced not so low that you could make a profit off of, but just kind of in the middle where if you could get them to take a little bit off of it, you could. But for the most part, if something is priced great, just buy it. Oh, no. Just buy it. I, and yeah. I did. I found I mean, another pair, different pair of shoes this morning that I just, like most of my online sourcing, I've done through offers but there were i found something this morning that i just went ahead and bought and then right but uh, but on the docks um on depop this morning and they were listed for a good price but i was mm-hmm. just being you know i was being yeah be, being great yeah and, I, and they're gone now someone else got them and it's fine whatever i'll find another pair tomorrow yeah oh they're <laughs> everywhere you will definitely find another pair and i've been trying like I, that's another thing that's been useful about your patreon is that i've been trying to dabble in docs for probably six months same and I, I haven't don't, yeah same 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 and I haven't done a good job but I um I think yeah your patron is yeah, yeah. that's one thing that su- su- uh surprised me is I would kind of talk about docs and I'd be like sorry guys I know you're not really interested in this and everyone was like no we want to hear about docs yeah. and yeah. I was like for real because I will sit here and like talk about <laughs> docs all day because people are trying to learn yeah so um, yeah and it's a great point yeah, you made about the fact content. that like they haven't changed. I mean, that is their mod. Like, this is their shoe. And like, I mean, sure, mm-hmm. they have like a couple other fun ones. But like, that's a really good thing to look at. Like a brand that has like, like mastered their but, art. But right, you also right. have to look at like particular styles. Not all style, no, styles true, of true, dogs right. have, have a high resale value. Yeah. But what's cool about it too is that people will be like, you know, I bought these in 2008. They're probably worth nothing. They have a price tag of $120 or whatever they're going for back then. So then they 
um, list them super low. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Because <laughs> yeah. I know they're still worth exactly what or more than what they were worth. Yeah. Oh, you got you got some dead stock over there? I'll yeah, take yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I think I can move it. It'll be hard, but taking the world <laughs> one pair of docks at a time. Right. right. <laughs> My motto. Right, well, I'm I'm a, I'm super bummed this is over. I I've know, been looking forward to it for the back. last few days. <laughs> flew by, flew by. It really did. All right. Well, well thanks, lady. Appreciate it. Thanks it was, for it having me. This was yeah, super fun. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, I'll I'll talk to you on uh, Patreon soon. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See you there. Bye, Bye purple hair friends. <laughs> Madison, that Woo! was awesome. I Golden State of Dot Mind. <laughs> I'll find that dot. I know Golden, where it is. Golden State Dot of Mind. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, you, you screwed it up. But don't worry. I got your back, Madison. I got you. Um, I loved that conversation. She it was so fun. She, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, do you feel like we were vibing? I feel like we're absolutely. I feel, I feel like, like a new bestie. I feel like it was a real good vibe for me. Um, and why, like, she had, like, her whole setup going with her mic because she used to have, to have her own podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which we talked about it before we I hit record because I, once again. Always record. <sighs> always be recording. ABR, ABR, ABR. <laughs> All right. Well, that was great. Thank you so much, Madison. I, I, uh, and listen, folks, I don't know if she's taken Patreon members right now because, um, she, she had it closed you know, because it's very exclusive. Listen, I'm in a very, <laughs> I like things that are exclusive and I'm in there and I'm not leaving. Yeah, so. well, that's basic, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's that exclusive. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that's where we're, we're leaving out. That's a high note right there. All right. We, we're back at it. Sisters back at the pod and we are two sisters. <laughs> One podcast. <laughs> Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.